This is Real Ghost Stories Online. When you're a child and you're out exploring, finding a building is like the crown jewel, especially if it's in a place that it, it shouldn't be. Out in the middle of the woods, you're expecting deer, you're expecting, you know, maybe a tree stand or something from hunters or, you know, th- that's that's about it. Uh, if you're out there and suddenly you come across a structure, a structure that, that you can go into and you can find remnants of life, remnants of what was once a, a familiar type setting. In fact, a school. With desks, chalkboards, clocks. A school that nature has reclaimed after many years of being abandoned. But still enough signs to be recognizable. And to see just how fast nature can return to almost any environment. It can be unsettling. Also very exciting. Of course, if you're a kid and you find this, quite often your curiosity will get the best of you. You'll go in and you'll explore Maybe you'll run into an animal. Maybe you'll run into a ghost. Ghosts of those who once went to school at such a property. That's exactly what happens in our next story. Take a listen. This story takes place in a small town in Texas. The town consists of a locally owned gas station, a railroad track, and two roads that intersect right at a post office. That's it. Other than that, it's a lot of land, primarily used for livestock. Some of it is heavily wooded, and there are a lot of these deep ravines running through the woods. We have to mention the old school that was converted into a town hall type building. This history of the area is pretty simple. It is where Many African-American children were sent to go to school back when everything was segregated. There's a lot of old abandoned buildings that are falling down, made entirely of wood and dirt floors. It's quite depressing. My sister and in-law's dad had about 80 acres out there that he had leased to cattle ranchers and a small mobile home with a shed that was used to process meat. They were big on deer hunting back then. Well, when my brother, who I lived with at the time, moved out of this area, his father-in-law said he could put a house on his land we could live out there. It's a good deal. So I lived in this big chunk of land with not much to do, but ride my four-wheeler and go exploring in the woods and whatnot. We had two dogs. They'd follow me everywhere. One day while I was following the ravines deeper into the woods, I came across a clearing. The trees in the woods were ancient. I'm talking over 100 feet tall, had a diameter of 10 to 15 feet, and were massive. They groaned when the wind blew. I loved how big they were, and I always thought of building the ultimate treehouse in it someday. The only thing was that they seemed to be rotting from the top down. Branches would fall all the time, and the wood was very porous, not sturdy at all. Anyway, I come to this clearing, which seemed very out of place. There was a decent-sized building slumped over in the center, with weeds and vines and tall grass all over. The Texas sun doesn't help plants thrive, so almost all this brush was dead and dry and itched as I walked through it to check out the building. And by the time I got to the building, my socks were covered in dead seeds and grass, etc. You know how it is. The building was made of wood. The roof had collapsed. There were no doors. Small gravel path led off back into the woods. And there was a rusty sheet metal sign at the front that I couldn't read because it was so corroded. 
I was skeptical to go inside because it was falling apart and there were banana spiders everywhere. Those are those big, creepy yellow and black ones that make the zigzag pattern in their web. Then I thought to myself, wow, it's not every day you just find something like this in the middle of nowhere. So I carefully went inside. I was mostly walking on a powdery dirt floor and there were piles of wooden places where the roof had caved in. I was enjoying my little adventure until I heard the distinct sound of laughter. Who could that be? I knew there were no kids out here as I had to walk a good way to get to this place. I went back outside into the hot sun and looked around and nothing. No one at all. I shrugged it off and went back in. My dogs wouldn't go in with me. They kept sniffing around the outside and peeing on everything. When you first go in, there's a tall wooden counter near the wall with an old analog clock hanging on an old rusty nail covered in dust with a crackled face. I found some old papers that were so brittle if you touched them, they would crumble into a dusty, powdery type substance. The papers were all so faded, it must have been written in pencil or something because I couldn't read much other than a letter here and there. There were also old metal bells sitting on the counter. It still worked, sort of. I continued through a doorway into what I assume was a theater or something. It was a small elevated platform that looked like a stage. It had a poorly made podium and a lot of scattered chairs that were knocked over. It smelled really bad in this room, like an old library or something. It wasn't pleasant at all, so I left and went to the room adjacent to the theater room. This is where it gets strange. I heard the laughter again and a light banging noise. Very scared. I didn't know what to think, so I just kept going. When I walked into this area, it appeared to be a classroom. There was an old blackboard on the wall and a bunch of tiny wooden desks with scratches and stains on them. All of a sudden, I heard a light bang again, and my dog started to bark from the outside. I could see slivers of sunlight coming into the gaps in the wood of the wall. Then those gaps blacked out as if someone was walking by outside. I said hello loudly and asked if anyone was there, and I got no response. I started to get a little creeped out now. When I looked away from the wall, I noticed an eraser sitting on one of the desks. It was not there before. I turned around to leave, and I heard the light banging again. I turned to look, and the eraser was now on the ground under the chalkboard. Someone had just thrown the same eraser I was just looking at on the desk. Okay, that's my cue to leave. I started heading for the way out again, and that's when the banging started again. Repetitively. I heard the laughter again, and as I looked back at the chalkboard, there were three or four erasers floating and being pounded on the chalkboard, like someone I couldn't see was holding them and playing around making chalk dust. At this point, I'd seen enough. I ran for the way out as the laughing and banging got louder. My dogs were still barking with slight yelps at the end as if they were calling for me to get out of there. When I got to the lobby area, the clock was spinning backwards. I saw the bright sun beaming through the doorframe and headed for it. There was a loud scream and crying as I rushed out of the building into the brush. I didn't look back. My dogs ran to me and we all ran off into the woods and I followed the ravine back home. I told my sister-in-law where I was and what I saw and she told me that it used to be a segregated school and was abandoned a long time ago. She told me that her and her friends would go back there when they were kids and see who could stay in there the longest at night without getting scared. I told her about the laughing of the chalkboard, and she confirmed that she had seen the same thing with the chalkboard and erasers years ago. I decided it'd be best to not go there again. I feel bad that there are kids still trapped in that horrible place. They seem happy, though. Any ideas in why they're stuck in their old school? And what could that 
figure have been that I saw through the cracks in the wall? This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Want a commercial-free experience of the show with access to the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories? Sign up at Apple Podcasts right now and try it for three days free. Ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories.